Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. What is up and welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast where we talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. I'm your host, Carlos. This is Danny. And Juan. How you guys doing today? Good. Good. How are you? Doing pretty good. I got a random question for you guys. I thought of it last night. Uh, If you were in a crisis situation, who would you rather have? Ethan Hunt or James Bond? Mm, That's a good one. It could be any James Bond too, by the way. Take your pick. I mean, if it was James Bond, it'd be Daniel Craig. Well, currently. Right, currently. (laughs) Ethan Hunt or James Bond? Who would you want? James Bond. Really? I would go Ethan Hunt. I think all day. I would go Ethan Hunt too. He gets the he gets crazier shit done. <laughs> yeah, I, I only thought of it because I was watching Mission Impossible Fallout last night. And Liam, this is not a, not not an option. I don't <laughs> think so. Because what is what is he gonna do? He just has you know he just well, he's gonna fight. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Ethan Hunt is on planes and that's true. Yeah, Ethan Hunt's definitely crazy. He's he's disarming nuclear bombs. Yeah. He's doing crazy stuff. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll talk about it later in our weekly recommendations, but. Uh, I watched a lot of James Bond stuff this past week, mm. and then I was kind of thinking of that comparison between those two mm. characters specifically. Yeah, you wouldn't want Sean Connery James Bond. Yeah, no. no. He's too chill. <laughs> yeah, he's a little too chill. Yeah. I need I need crazy James Bond, which is definitely Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. That yeah. is nuts. Or that character, anyway. Anyway, aside from that, how you guys doing? Good, good. Doing pretty good? Yep, yep. All right, what do we got going on this week? So we have some, um, we got some, uh, some China news, and we're on crypto. Actually, a pretty big one. Oh, yeah. Uh, some Nintendo stuff. A few things. Nintendo had a showcase this past week. They announced some cool stuff, but there was a couple things specifically. And we also have some news about Mad Max. Have you ever seen Mad Max? There's a story around their cars. We'll talk about that. And I got some random tech news that maybe I'll pepper in there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, our weekly recommendations at the end. Timestamps in the show notes, as always. Feel free to. But before we get into that, apparently yesterday was what not one? It was National Comic Book Day. Tell me about it. <clears throat> so September 25th, because you're probably listening to us on a Monday. Uh-huh. September 25th was National Comic Book Day. So that was yesterday. It's nothing official. It's yeah. just, you know, one of these national days that, you know. Yeah, like observe, National so. Pie Day or whatever. Yeah, National Donut Day. National Donut Day. Yeah. So for people that collect comic books, what do you think they are called? Uh, are you, Like they have a specific title? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Never thought <clears throat> about that. Um. Aside from just calling them nerds, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, I have no idea. It's probably going to be something I w- I wouldn't think of. Panna pick the graphist. That's ridiculous. Who made that? I don't know. A nerd. Comic book collector sounds better. Yeah, go, uh, I'm just a comic book collector. <clears throat> Wait, say that again. Panna pick the graphist. Is that one word? One word. One whole word. Panna pick the graphist. Yep. That is silly. Panna pick the graphist. Who's Panna? Yeah, who's Panna? <laughs> why is she picking all that? Yeah, why would she pick it? Tell Panna to put that down. Yeah. And why is she a graphist? That's so bad. It's so terrible, so man. bad, right? Why you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that these days. <laughs> or ever, for that matter. So, I mean, comics go back pretty far. Yeah. Well, well, I'm going to take a guess. I'm sure you're, I'm assuming you're going to tell us when the first one was. I'm going to take a guess. Well, I mean, there's no official first one. It's more like people said this is pretty much the first comic book. I mean... There's a uh, publication back in 1842 called... Oh, damn. Okay. I was going to say 19-something, so... Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> 1842. It's called The Adventures of Obadiah Oldbuck. Oldbuck? Oldbuck. Okay. Which was just a bunch of newspaper inserts. So comics pretty much started, you know... As comic as strips. As comic strips. Yeah, and that makes like sense. And they just collected them and they put them into a book. Okay. Um, after that, it was in 1933. Oh, Famous Funnies was another comic strip that they pretty much bundled into a book... 
famous, famous funnies. funnies. That's a cool name. That's really cool. <clears throat> I like I like that. And what was that about? That was the same thing, it just was like just comic strips, comic strips in the newspaper and stuff. They right. collected into nothing it. with like specific characters. No, no, not really. It okay. was more around a family, I think. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't nothing like it like was with, a different yeah. story every week and stuff. Got it. Okay. And then we come to the golden age, mm-hmm. 1938. And action, that was comics, action comics, right? Number yes. one. Got it. Introduction of Superman. Superman. Absolutely. And then when did Detective Comics first come out? 1939. Well, Action Detective Comics was around before. Okay. Around the same time as Action Comics, but we didn't get Batman until mm-hmm. Action Comics yes. number 27. And for the listeners, Detective Comics is DC. That's what DC stands for. Yes. <clears throat> what else you got? Um, then we got, you know, super, or we got Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. all that in, in the Golden Age. And then comics kind of hit like a little bumpy road where they got kind of controversial. Yeah, because they always had like political things around them, yeah. and, you know, especially around wartime and things like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. just like stuff like Captain America, like yeah. that was around mm-hmm. World War Two. Yeah. Like in real world, you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. Well, and they used that for propaganda too. Uh, exactly. Back then, yeah. You know, killing Nazis and stuff like that. Uh huh. Um. So around 1954, the Comic Code Authority came up. Okay. Comic so I don't know Code if you ever look at some old comics, and you'll see up in the right hand corner, there's a little a little emblem, a little seal. Uh huh. That meant that those comics were authorized to be published because they didn't contain any any controversial any stuff. controversial stuff or anything like that. So they were okay. authorized. Interesting. So it was kind of like a rating system. Yeah, but a, but just a single one, right? Yeah. It's like it's approved or not approved, basically. Yeah. yeah, because back then, even even the Congress tried to get involved because uh-huh. they, they, they considered some comics indecent. Okay, is that still a thing today? Or are, no. you, are you okay? I'm assuming you're getting to that. Go ahead. Yep. Uh, and then Silver Age, which was around late fifties. Uh, that was a revival of the Flash, so that kind of brought comics back to normal. So we still had the Seal, the Comic Code Authority, and that brought in Stanley, Jack Kirby. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that that era is when we started to get uh, Spider-Man, and that was to compete with DC. We got uh, Fantastic Four. Okay. Steve Ditko, all his comics and stuff like that. And then in the '70s, we got a lot of underground comics because they wanted to not abide by this com- comic code authority underground meaning like it, they were unofficially published or, yeah. or what does that so you mean? couldn't yeah. get in the store or anything like that oh so, so there's like a lot of underground shops i mean think about it, the 70s was sure a lot of drugs and stuff like that going on so uh-huh. there was a lot of underground comics that you couldn't find in the store because they didn't have to circum they circumvented the comic code authority okay back then hmm. and who did the do we anyone that's around today um, I didn't really find anything that was around then. It was more, these comics were more like sex and drugs and stuff uh-huh. like that. So it wasn't really anything that's still around. Got it. Then the modern age, 1980s, we get, um, Batman, the Dark Knight Returns. That's when the comics got more dark and more, more, more adult. Yeah. Right. Cause there are yeah. comics were always somewhat kid friendly, especially if they had to be, uh, uh, with the the whole stamp of approval with the authority yeah. thing. So, and then later, so you're saying this is the eighties when they became more of like an adult kind of mm-hmm. thing. And they became more mainstream and stuff like that. We got the death of Superman, I think in the late eighties, yeah, early nineties, mm-hmm. something like that. And then it wasn't just DC and Marvel anymore. It was more comic companies yeah. came out. Image, Dark, yeah. Dark Horse, Image. Dark Horse. We got, um, IEW. IEW. Yeah. We got a uh, Seth MacFarlane and Jim Lee. They ran Image um, Comics. Image. Yep. Yep. So I think that was what was Seth MacFarlane's character in what the the vampire or what was it? I don't know. He made a movie. Who? Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, that character. I can't remember the name of it for some reason. <clears throat> I don't know either. 
You sure it's Seth MacFarlane? Isn't that the comedy no, guy? Um, not Seth MacFarlane. The other MacFarlane. The other MacFarlane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the one from um, from Spawn, right? Yeah. Spawn. That's yes. it. Spawn. There you go. Yeah. But I can't remember his first name. Yeah. It's not Seth MacFarlane. That's the funny yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then Walking Dead obviously came from Image Comics as yeah, well. Yeah, right. So that's a popular TV. Todd that's, McFarlane. Yeah. What is it? Todd McFarlane. Todd, Todd McFarlane. there you go. Chef's brother. Just kidding. <laughs> It's cousin. <laughs> down the, it's down the family tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's when, you know, 80s, 90s comics became more uh-huh. popular, more mainstream. We got movies, and it's pretty much where we are now. They're more digital now. Yeah. Especially with Batman in 89. That's probably yes. a, a, one of the biggest, you know, like, lightning strikes as far as comics go, because th- that was a huge movie just mm-hmm. on its own, you know, and the fact that it was comic-related. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was that was, <clears throat> that was massive. Yeah, even I remember that. You know, I was a kid, but yeah, like it was crazy. It was like, whoa, everyone's just Batman stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. And then graphic novels as well. We got right. instant. So yeah, I mean, comics has had a long history. Some people even say that the aeroglyphs of the ancients, Egyptians, are the first traces of a comic strip or the way that they wrote them. Sure. Yeah. Depending on what their intention was or yeah. whatever, if it was written for entertainment or yeah. comedy or whatever, that's pretty cool. I like it. I'm glad we still have them because they make good content. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't collect hard copy comics anymore. Yeah. I'm more it's digital. more digital now. Yeah. You know, but even though I still, still prefer to read a physical comic, I, to, to me, it's just just easier. It's better to turn a page. Mm-hmm. Even like anything else, like, a, like I can't really read like digital magazines. I just, I can't get mm-hmm. into it. So. And I that's a funny thing too about like that whole comic code authority. Uh-huh. You remember Mad Magazine? Yeah. Like, they circumvented it by considering themselves a magazine rather than a comic book. Oh, okay, because they call themselves Mad Magazine. Yeah. Interesting. Always the loopholes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so there's your comic book history for the day. Uh, let's talk about this uh, crypto news. We haven't had a crypto story in a bit. I think, did we have one last week? We might have had one last week. No, but we, we talked about China last week, but it was more gaming. Oh, it was the gaming thing, not crypto. Yeah. Okay, so this is some crypto news also revolving around China. Uh, so this was just from a couple of days ago as of this recording, where the uh, China has declared all cryptocurrency transactions illegal. Again. Yeah, <laughs> well, again, this is, right? this is it's kind of, right, because the first time was what? That they couldn't mine anymore? Is that what the restriction was? Because they do something like every year, like they do something else. Back like, in May, what did they do back in May? That was something uh, else in Bit- May. Uh, they tried to ban Bitcoin mining. Big, yeah, Bitcoin mining specifically, I think, is what it was where it started. And then I now you then then they did something where you can't mine at all. And then all of these like used graphics cards went on the market because of that. Because there's probably like millions of them over there. Uh, graphics cards, I mean, being used, it's crazy. And so now uh, China Central Bank has announced that all transactions of cryptocurrencies are illegal, effectively banning digital tokens such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, right. so on and so forth. Wow. So, yeah. So any type of transaction is technically now illegal, any type of crypto transaction. So I'm assuming that's something even as simple as just having, you know, the the, the app, right? I have to say you have like Binance on your phone or something like that or yeah, whatever. You can. Yeah. Or whatever market that they use. Um, is there a time when, because if someone has, if someone owns crypto i mean do they have until a certain day to get rid of it i don't know see there's no date here that's the well at least it's not in this particular article uh so that's a really really good question because you know if they just say it's illegal from one day to the next and then you have a bunch of coins that obviously have value value mm-hmm. then, wait, then you can't sell them like i don't know i feel like that's crazy there has to be some kind of like ramp up period maybe <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like can I can I get a week? Maybe by the new year, stuff? maybe by January first. I don't know. I don't know, man. But yeah, but you hear there is no. It just let me see here. 
No, there's no, as far as this article, this is from BBC. There is no uh, effective date that they've written here. So I'm not, I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, there is one. Um, Wubi. Who? Yubi. Yubi. Yeah. Spell it. H-U-O-B-I. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. <clears throat> yeah, it's one of the markets, yeah. Yeah, I guess they're going to start to gradually expel their China users. Okay. So, wow. Hmm. Because I guess they can't really prove that you did anything, right? I don't know, because, I mean, it's not the point of crypto. Supposed to be encrypted. That it's decentralized and all that? <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be. Yeah. But then again, when you sign up for... Your wallet is tied to you. Your wallet is tied to you as a person. So, uh, I don't know. And then most of the, the crypto take a hit when this was announced? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it, you definitely saw a dip. I mean, that always happens, and then it might kind of go back up from there. Anytime something big happens, the value usually goes down. Even like when Venezuela said that Bitcoin was going to be their official currency, that also impacted it, and then it kind of leveled out again. Yeah. So, well, it did you know, take a hit too when it officially began. when it officially happened. It did take a hit, and then it's still kind yeah. of down at the moment. But yeah, man, it obviously took a hit across the board, but. It's still something that's not going anywhere, and it's just going to even itself back out again. Yep. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. If you have any, uh, if you're holding any coins and uh, values all of, all of a sudden down, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> They'll go back. You know, it, it will. Obviously, it's a big hit, though. I mean, China's a massive market, with billions of people. So, I mean, what happens to all these mining farms in there? Uh, great question. I don't know. Maybe more for us to mine. I don't know. <laughs> the, nobody wants to know all those used graphics cards. Dude, gamers want them. Yeah, they, yeah gamers yeah. want them. <laughs> Do you think we'll see more of this around the world? Because I know India had a big thing too, right? Where they were, yeah, they were gonna, they were kind of like really, kind of like anti crypto as well. But I don't know. What do you think? With one of the biggest powers in the world doing it, will you see anyone else follow? I mean, they can try. Mm-hmm. right number one they can try but it's i mean because china is so i mean it's a communist country so they have more control the government has more control over their people than sure yeah say I, india or the united states does mm-hmm. i mean i don't know it's I, I don't think we'll see it in other countries besides yeah. china and possibly india but who knows i mean i don't even know what russia's take is on crypto. yeah i don't know either I've i made, thought they were also trying to I don't know. Maybe Ru- maybe maybe Russian government's just making money on it themselves. So they're like, why why would we? <laughs> this is a gold mine. What are you yeah. doing here? <laughs> and we'll just tax you. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Right. So I don't I don't know. I think there's incentives on both sides because obviously you want banks are going to want stuff like this to not be a thing because they want to control everything as opposed to this being completely decentralized. Right. So they have incentive to not want something like crypto being a normal thing. Um, but it's a good point. Yeah. You know. I mean, the only thing I fear is regulation sure um, yeah right which again I, I, how can you like it, you can you you can put regulations i guess on on your people in some way but the the coins themselves the, they're mm-hmm. de- they're they're built to be deregulated you can't do it so but yeah they could do it's, it's an interesting thing right i mean governments don't do anything unless there's incentive for them to do so yeah so i don't know i was even listening to this story the other day about um what they're calling the new space race which mm-hmm. is them trying to put more satellites in space for internet like mm-hmm. starlink and all that which we talked about in the past mm-hmm. which is high speed satellite internet and the the amount of satellites that they want to put in into the atmosphere is crazy i think like starlink wants to put like 42,000 satellites and um it's you're getting a lot of pushback from uh, astronomers because the the light the, mm-hmm. it's reflecting off of the satellites back down to to the astronomers and it's actually <clears throat> potentially damaging their equipment because the light is too strong, it's hitting the mm. the equipment because they 
do like super long exposures to like take pictures of, yeah. of deep space talking like two, three days worth of exposures where the camera is just open and it's gathering as much light as it possibly can. And if that light is reflecting back, it's, it's too bright and it can actually damage the, the sensors and yeah. all that in the can and these super sensitive cameras that they use. Um, and it's crazy because the FCC approved so many of their satellites, basically like no questions asked. Mm-hmm. Like at first they were just like, well, we want to do 12,000 and the FCC's like, sure, go ahead. And then they were like, hmm, well, can we do 30,000 more? And they're like, yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> so they're just like, they don't, it's like, it's you just do whatever you want. And I think it's because, you know, the, the U.S. government has incentive because it's a U.S.-based company. And obviously the more profitable that company is, the more profitable ours, the, yeah. ours, our economy is. So they have incentive to like, yeah, do whatever you want, go ahead. Who cares if the night sky is no longer dark? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's just satellites everywhere. Or what if we missed that asteroid that we detected? That, and that's exactly one of the things. Is like now you're blocking one of the most critical things, which is the the the, the detection of like deep space objects that mm-hmm. are coming towards the Earth. So there's like real issues that it could potentially cause. Yeah. So yeah, it's where's, crazy, the wa- where's the was crazy times? Yeah, right. Pick, pick up some space junk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, it's just weird. This is one of those things where like, do, do governments have incentive to do anything or not do anything? You know what I mean? So yeah, interesting. we'll see crazy stuff. Um, well, speaking of, I'm going to pepper in a little, a little, uh, government tech news here. So we have, do you guys know what PCAST is? PCAST. Yeah. It's the, it's the president's council of advisors on science and technology. That's like the little, it's like a, a group mm. of advisors for the president and they just do science and tech stuff. Well, anyway, uh, uh, President Biden had appointed a bunch of tech people to it, like um, like tech CEOs and things like that. So the biggest one was that they named was uh, Dr. Lisa Su, who is the CEO of AMD. And mm-hmm. she's on that council now, along with uh, NVIDIA's chief scientist, Dr. William Dolly, Microsoft's chief scientist, Dr. Eric Horvitz, and Google Cloud chief information security officer, Phil Venables. Venables, it's a weird name. So it's a bunch of like tech people on this council. I don't know. I, th- I feel like that's kind of cool. Also kind of weird because these are like business people. You know what I mean? But they're, but, but they're in the realm of tech science and technology. And most of them are genuine doctors too. So they're like, they, they not medical doctors, but you know, so I was kind of cool. And they made a big deal about Lisa Sue. Cause she's very like pro gamer. Yeah. Cause you know, she, a yeah, lot of the AMD gamer. products and stuff that they make are, are for gamers and things like that. So they kind of made headlines for that reason. It's like, oh, Dr. Lisa Su, and she's a gamer person, and now yeah. she's on this presidential council. <laughs> yes. So what is the purpose of PCAS, as it say? It, it, I'm assuming it's just to be a, a go-to group of people for anything that involves science and technology, mm-hmm. right? So I'm assuming it's bigger. I don't know how many people are actually part of PCAS. I'm assuming it's not just these four people. Right. <laughs> you know? This just, is a heads of it. And yeah, probably- and there's probably like tons of like actual scientists and medical doctors and all that stuff in there. But the fact that these tech people were added in, I thought was kind of interesting. And I'm wondering if we would see more of that, right? Which kind of makes sense. But at the same time, it doesn't because, again, these are business people yeah. for the most part. But but they have access to resources. They have access to tons of resources from their own organizations. They have actual technical people that work for them, engineers and all that stuff. So I think it's cool because it's, you know, something, some people from the private sector that can advise on presidential things yep. that have to do with science and technology, which is kind of cool. So yeah, uh, let's go into our Nintendo news. We got a bunch of Nintendo news. Yeah, it was a good week. It was good. They had a, they announced a bunch of cool uh, new games that are coming out. They had a whole showcase. Um, but the things that were most exciting, we'll start off with the online expansion pack, which is bringing N64 and Genesis games to Nintendo Switch. 
Genesis? Genesis. Genesis. Wow. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy, right? Because they had the whole battle between Sega and Nintendo for years and years. And now you're going to be able to get Genesis games. Select. Yeah, there's a list here. We'll go through it right now. But um, what do you think just off top? That's What do you think about that whole... Because we we have this now already with Switch Online. You get NES and SNES games. It's not all of them, but it's a certain list. It's a pretty decent list, actually. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, it's... I mean, it, we're going to get N64 games. Yeah, especially if you like retro stuff, you know? And this is in, a, in, a, in an official capacity. You don't have to deal right. with, like, some kind of janky emulator and some trying to get it to run and all that, right? And no, no, this is great. I mean, the Sega Genesis game list, uh, I'm not too, in, too impressed yet, but I know it's just a start. Yeah, right? there'll be, definitely be more. Right. I mean, obviously, they only can list, they can only have the ones that are tied to licenses they have. Sure, right. It's not just, you're not going to get Altered Beast or anything like that, but... yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be <laughs> so that. cool. We're not going to get those games. Original Mortal Kombat. Yes. <laughs> that would be yes. us. <laughs> um, but no, no, I'm excited. I mean. Yeah. So there's no price on it yet. But as of right now, Switch Online is what, 30 bucks a year? I want to say. It's not expensive. But I want to say it's like $29 for a year for a current Switch Online subscription. Yeah. Um, which is pretty good considering it everything is. you get because you do get a lot of NES and SNES games already with that and you get some other stuff too. Uh, so there's no price for it. I- I'm going to go out and guess that it's going to be like 70 for the year. They're going to try to really pump the price up mm. and you get everything you currently get plus all this new stuff. If they do it at 50, I'd be surprised. 50 on top of what you already pay? No, just 50, 50 just 50 total. So instead of 30 a, a year, it's going to go to 50 a year. But I'm I'm going to bet that it's going to be close 99. to 70. 69, I'm, I'm going to guess. Showing $20 right now. Oh, it's 20. So yeah. it's even cheaper than that. Okay, yeah. There you go. 20 bucks and an additional 20 bucks? No, just no, the current 20. price. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I have it. It's not, yeah, 99. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty good. I thought it was, well, at least it was 30 when I first bought my Switch, when I first got my Switch. Uh, but 20 is good for everything you get. It's pretty cheap. Um, so we'll see what they charge for this. So here's the, the list. So launch titles for the N64. We got Mario, uh, Super Mario 64. Of course. Mm. Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Awesome. Mario Kart 64, which is, I, that's worth its weight in gold already. Mm-hmm. Like that's price of admission just for that game alone. <laughs> yep. You know, Star Fox 64. Sin and Punishment, which I don't know what that is. I never played that. Dr. Mario 64. Mario Tennis 64. Winback. I also don't know what that is. And Yoshi's Story. Yoshi's Story. Yeah. I remember and then that upcoming, one. so these are those are the, the launch ones. Okay. And then we got another list of some things that are coming later on. And it does say in parentheses, with more to come, which means I'm sure they'll just keep doing more and more. Uh, we got Banjo-Kazooie, Pokemon Snap, Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask, Kirby 64, which is cool, Mario Golf, Paper Mario, and F-Zero X. I used to like F Zero. F Zero was great on the yeah. Super Nintendo. Yeah, no 007, boo. I know. I was, that's what I was waiting for. I was like, "Where's Double? Where's Goldeneye, man? That'd be so great." <laughs> Imagine playing the big screen. Nah, you know what that is? That's that's a licensing yeah. thing. Yeah, I know, of course. They don't, man. The, the, whoever owns the the bond licensing, they hold it so tight. Like yeah. it's it's so valuable. Well, it's gonna be playing, Amazon now, right? Playing three split screen on your screen. Right here. Basic, right? <laughs> That'd be so great, man. Uh, I don't know if Amazon's gonna own Bond. Because the licensings for Bond specifically yeah, are different than just the studio. Because MGM does the mm-hmm. movie rights, but the rights to the character, I think, is a little bit different. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, here are the Sega Genesis games that are coming. We're going to have Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage 2. Here's a favorite, Echo the Dolphin. Remember that? <laughs> oh, my God. Castlevania Bloodlines. Hell, yeah. Can't wait for that. Uh, Contra, Hard Corpse, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Never played that. <laughs> Golden Axe. Uh, Gunstar Heroes, Musha. I don't know what Musha is. It's some kind of acronym, M-U-S-H-A. Fantasy Star 4, 
uh, Restar, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, and Strider. So those are your Genesis games. Mm. And I'm sure there'll be more to come later. Was Shinobi exclusive to Sega? I'm assuming it was, was it? yeah. Okay. Because I think Shinobi... Because <clears throat> it was always... We did the Shinobi and the Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if those were exclusive to any one console or not, but I'm, that's cool. Shinobi's awesome. Yeah. It says right here on the verge that it has it will be each will be available for forty nine ninety nine for Nintendo Switch online subscribers. So is that forty nine in addition to? It's got to be then, yeah. So it's probably fifty bucks on top of you already being okay. subscribed. That sounds so. Yeah, so it's about seventy bucks. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then the second piece of this story was that they were also going to have brand new wireless controllers that they were going to sell. Uh, a wireless N sixty four controller, the the OG yeah. weird looking one, and the wireless three button Sega Genesis controller. So you can pair it with the Switch, mm. and you can have all these games with the proper controller, and everything is totally compatible. And the controllers are going to be fifty bucks only to people that are already subscribed. So you can't buy it without being subscribed. But then there was an article like two days later that said that those controllers are only going to be available in Japan. Both of them, or just the Sega one? Apparently both. So, which is weird because... How are you going to play these games without the N64 controller? I mean, I think you, it's... I'm sure you, it'll map to the existing Joy-Cons or the Pro Controller, but... Because this is obviously not required, these, right. these controllers. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you can just use whatever you want. But now this article that you sent you sent us, Danny, was saying, is saying now that it's only going to be in Japan, these controllers, which is dumb because, yeah. number one, it would sell like crazy here. Oh, yeah. And two, you announced it on your thing. <laughs> what, what, like, what do you mean? <laughs> so, took it, they took it back? So I don't know how true this is, but this article did come out a couple of, this is from Yahoo Finance. It came out like two days after the event. So it was some kind of update that they got. They were saying that it was only going to be in Japan. I'm pretty sure that's going to change, but. Yeah, I mean, I can see the Sega one because it's licensing, but the Nintendo, why wouldn't they release their own? Exactly right. It doesn't make any sense. Hmm. And obviously the licensing deal is there. If they can release it in Japan, you could just do the same thing in this market. Yeah, Yeah, because that controller was kind of revolutionary back then yeah the n64 one yeah, yeah everyone thought because it, it was weird yeah, but it, was it, weird it really did it. work it worked yeah. really well but they, i'm sure they'll, they'll be third party yeah i'm sure out. too yeah so we'll definitely see some third parties that will be compatible and actually work but it's it's always best to have the actual one you yeah. just get mm-hmm. that better quality you know right there's no patent on the design right there has to be i've never seen anything else that looks like an n64 controller that's true yeah you know, Genesis ones, you, you could be a little generic. Yeah. But even Genesis with the three button layout with ABC, that gets a, that's also unique as well. Mm-hmm. Like no one else really did that. So we'll see what happens. I think it's, uh, I'm excited for the service alone, but we'll see what happens with these controllers. If you're able to get one, I, I would get, I would get at the very least get the this N64 one. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, it, cause yeah, that one it's is just hard to play a game without. I mean, I know you said a little map, but if you're used to playing that game. Yeah. Right. You're holding it with that, you know, with that little center area where the joystick is like i don't know i think it's it's just that's just cool it's just a nostalgic thing but obviously you can play with the normal controller i mean you play like mario kart 8 on the switch currently you know it works you know i'm wondering if these games the see like and to like mario kart 64 on the new on the new service will work with the motion controllers because you know like today you can put Mm. the joy con inside of a little wheel and actually yeah. drive. I wonder would they would that motion work with these games too? That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. I wonder how the game's gonna feel after playing <laughs> after all these after years. Playing, no, after playing the um, the Switch version of Mario Kart. Yeah, because obviously the the, 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 like, uh. the current Switch version looks really good. It's uh, graphically it looks awesome. Um, so yeah, but I don't know. I think it's gonna be a nostalgic thing. Yeah, it's like oh, this is awesome. Uh, speaking of Mario, so we have an animated Mario movie coming out. Did you guys hear about this? I saw a little news piece about it. Yeah. No. Um, there's been uh. Some 
controversy about the cast. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I don't. I think it's cool either way. Mm-hmm. But let's go through this list really quick. So they've announced. So it is an animated movie coming out December twenty twenty two, and they announced basically the whole, maybe not the whole, but the main voice acting list for the cast. And first up, we have Mario being played by Chris Pratt, Star Lord, Star Lord, Jurassic Park guy. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, it's just the voice, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but again, how's he going to? I mean, it can't just be Chris Pratt's voice, right? Yeah, so it's it like well, Star Lord's voice. I'm so. confused as to yeah, could have picked someone else with. I mean, I don't know. Why? Well, yeah, I mean, you could pick any. I mean, look at but Rocket I guess Raccoon. It's the name, right? Yeah, like Rocket Raccoon doesn't sound like what's his face. Um, Riley Cooper. Yeah, Riley Cooper doesn't sound like him at all. No. He makes a, he makes a voice specifically for Rocket Raccoon. Um, so in this case, like that, it's uh, that's my first thought is like I don't want Mario to sound like someone that I know. You know what I mean? Like a, mm-hmm. a sp- specific actor. Yeah. And, right. I, and Chris Pratt has a kind of a distinctive voice. I would hear it. I'm like, oh, this is Chris Pratt. Um, so I'm, maybe he'll do an accent. I don't know. He's going to have to. It's, it's Mario. And it's Mario. Mario has an accent anyway. So <laughs> He's an Italian plumber. It's a me. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he um, auditioned for it and it must have it must have done well. And he's like, oh, you should audition for I it. I should, right? <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> and is this Nintendo? Well, obviously, it has to be Nintendo authorized. Yeah, yeah. Because this was even announced in their showcase. So I okay, think so I I'm, think they're even part of the production. So he must have knocked it out of the park with his Yeah, acting. 100%. Yeah. So that's Mario. Uh, and then we have Luigi being voiced by Charlie Day, which is he's mainly known for what's It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very he has funny that dude. High pitched voice, though. Yeah, I think it is a little bit. But again, he's got to do an accent. Yeah. It doesn't, so it, does it really matter? It's probably like, how well can you act with the voice and make make it sound like Luigi and all that stuff? I can see know? him doing Mario. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait till we hear samples. I'm sure we will. And then Jack Black is Bowser, right? Yeah, so here I'm going to keep going on the list here. Uh, up to Princess Peach, we're going to have Anya Taylor Joy. The girl from oh, yeah. um, Queen's Gambit, the chess show, and also from New Mutants, New and Mutants she's in and Peaky Blinders. She's in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's pretty awesome. So again, I, Peach. I mean, does she, I don't really hear her say much in the she games. Just she kind of just yeah. yeah. But that's who we're, who's doing Peach. And the, and the and the original game is just she just talked in text and stuff. You right exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then, like uh, Danny, you just said, Jack Black as Bowser, which I think is really cool. Yeah. So does that mean that Bowser's going to be funny? Is he going to be just like a monster and Jack Black just makes weird noises? <laughs> I don't know. But that's Bowser. And then we have uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, which okay. I'm, I'm totally on board for. Even if Seth, even if Donkey Kong sounded just like Seth Rogen, I'd be so cool with that. <laughs> the grunting, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then we got a couple more here. Um, uh, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. So Fred Armisen is, um, he's from the, his biggest show is uh, Portlandia. Yeah. Mm-mm. So him, he's a pretty funny dude. And so he's doing Cranky Kong, which is like an old, like an old relative of Donkey Kong. Yeah. He's like an old guy with okay. a little stick. So he's doing Cranky Kong. Was that character in Donkey Kong Country? I don't, I don't recall. <clears throat> I don't think so. Because there was an old grumpy little man in, in that game, right? I believe so. Oh, maybe that was him. I don't know. I don't remember. Speaking of of Donkey Kong, I was just playing his recent one. He's got a game called uh, Freeze Island or something like that on the Switch. Mm. It was pretty cool. It was really hard. It was stressing me out. (laughs) What's the the animation style in this movie? It's probably going to look very Pixar-ish. And if I guess, I mean, we haven't seen seen anything yet, but I'm going to assume it's going to be like that, that kind of animation. So we haven't seen any samples or anything like that. I yet. think yeah, I think they'd have to. Yeah, that would that would be nice. Yeah, it would look cool. It look nice and clean. You know, does it say what studio? It does, does not, it? or at okay. least not in here. But I'm sure we can find it. Uh, two more people. So we have uh, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek. I don't know who either of those people are. 
the character and the actor. Mm. And then we have uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, yeah, he's a comedian, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I've recognized his face as Spike, a character named Spike, which is like this little green guy. Yeah, that's the little one. So they had the little green turtle with the spikes on the top. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's it. So there's the cast so far. And I'm sure there will be other people too, but those are the top build ones for the main characters. Uh, So it looks like Illumination Entertainment is doing. Which is the people that do Despicable Me and all of that. So, okay. So that's good. So it's going to be that animation style. Despicable Me. Uh, what else have they done? The, the, the minions. All the minion stuff, obviously. Secret Life of Pets. Ah, Secret Life of Pets. Okay. And Sing. I think Secret Life of Pets would be... I mean, they all kind of look very similar, but that would be a great animation style, I think, for for the movie. Pretty cool. Well, there we go. I, I'm excited for it. I think that's a cool cast, especially if they... Again, it's all voice acting, so it's not going to sound like these people, but if they can do a good job, I think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, compared to the original movie, the cast Oh, is- my God. <laughs> If they don't put, if they don't give something to John Leguizamo, I'll be really upset. <laughs> give him something, some kind of voice acting role. I mean, him and Bob Hoskins. I mean, a little cameo. Um, yeah, they're both still around, right? Yeah, I mean, they're still throw, around. Throw them both in there. That would be cool. A little homage to the terrible first movie. <laughs> <laughs> was that 1993? 1993. Yeah. And then don't forget the TV show. Yeah, you told me, but I never heard of that TV show until you told me today. Yeah. That was a TV show back in 89. Super Mario Brothers Super Show back in 1989. And it was live action, not live animated. action. That is crazy. Captain Lou Albano, <laughs> Super Mario. That is crazy. My God. <laughs> so this is what, 2022, you said? Yeah, this is coming out Christmas time, 2022. Okay. So we still, well, December. I don't know if it's actually around Christmas, but it'll yeah. be in December yeah. of, 20, of 2022. So. More to come on that. Pretty, yeah. pretty. I think it's exciting. I like. I like. I would like to see a a good actual studio made uh, Mario animated movie. Something that's actually made by a studio, mm-hmm. not like something you throw on Netflix or anything like right. like a real one. Yeah. You know, it's so, been a long time coming. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I would I would assume this would also coincide with some kind of new release from Nintendo. They would make a lot of sense. Maybe a new Switch console or something. And you, well, I mean, they ain't got none right now. A game about the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. And the movie kind of promotes it. You know, it's always kind of you know. I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe it's just wishful thinking. Uh, speaking of more movie stuff, so have you, you guys ever seen Mad Max Fury Road? Mm-hmm. You should if you haven't. No, I haven't. Just, I just remember the original. Fury Road is so good. Is That's the one with Tom Hardy and okay. Charlize Theron. For, it was from 2015. Uh, amazing movie. It is so good. So good. So is it a sequel to the original? or is I don't it know because I don't, I don't remember enough about the original. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's just its own thing and just takes place in the Mad Max world. Okay. You know, uh, you know, because uh, Tom Hardy is Max in this mm. movie, so I think it's kind of like maybe not a sequel, kind of a remake ish type of deal. I don't know, but anyway, really good movie, and I'm talking about it because they are auctioning off all of the vehicles from the movie. So if you ever see this movie, or if you if you if you've ever seen it, you would know that they have crazy vehicles in Mad Max, right? Even the original, they take vehicles and they customize them to do all this crazy stuff. Well, the ones in Fury Road are really really cool. And um, they're being all auctioned off because they're real cars that they made for the movie. And it th- I think they're being all auctioned in one go. Like all, I think it's like 13 vehicles. And, uh, and yeah, I, I'm really curious. The auction is happening today as we're recording. So there's really no telling what they're going to go for. But I so mean, are the cars based off of actual production cars? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're all like modified cars and trucks and, and things like that. And um, I'm just... I just, what do you think these are going to go for? If they're, if they're all in one lot and it's like, I think it's 13 or 15 vehicles. It's 15 vehicles. I want to say, is there a list here? Hold on. 
I don't see a list, but I think it's like 15 cars, 13 or 15 cars. And, and they're, they're all, all movie prop cars, real cars, yeah. you know. I mean, for a movie collector or somebody that's really into Mad yeah. Max, I mean, it's probably going to go for a lot. I don't know. 10 million more? Mm, nah. No? Nah. I'm going to probably say a few million. Tops Damn. five. What do you think, Dave? But they're all, you said they are all in one lot. Yeah. I think they're okay. all being auctioned, uh, not individually. Like, they're just going to go all together. How are you going to get them to your house? Or where are you going to store them? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just I mean, cruising I, down 94. <laughs> I mean, I guess you, uh, you're you going to have some kind of warehouse or maybe a museum to put them in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because that's actually one thing you could do if you had the, if you can do it, if you did it as an investment, you buy them all, say it costs you whatever, five, $10 million, whatever you, whatever the, it goes for an auction. Then you can like go to museums and say, Hey, you want to do a special exhibit yeah. for Mad Max? I got these cars. Yeah. yeah. Boom. And then you get money from that. You tour all around the world. Go to the Volo Museum. Yeah. You go everywhere. It, literally. You could even, even like here, like Science and Industry currently has the Marvel mu- exhibit. You can do the same do thing. The Mad Max mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Or McCormick Place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would go. Are you kidding me? I would, if they put all the cars on show in, at the McCormick. C2E2. Yeah. Or anywhere, I would be like, yeah, I'll go. How much does it cost? C2E2 doing the auto show. 30 bucks a ticket, 40, 50. I'll go. Let's go. So uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, maybe we'll update next week on what these cars actually sold for. I'm really curious on what these will drive in. I'm thinking 10 million plus. Yeah. I don't know if that sounds crazy, but you want to bet a dozen donuts on that? No, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Danny? No, you're about right. I would say that because you're right. Whoever buys it is not just a ha- have it parked in their backyard or back parked in their warehouse. It, it'll be spe- for some yeah, kind of investment. It'll be some kind of investment, don't, don't or don't. they're just very passionate about it don't tell me you wouldn't want to drive one of those down like short drive yeah absolutely <laughs> especially the the one oh god i forgot what it's called but there's a, a specific one. Oh man especially if you have road rage and someone gets you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just <laughs> bottom off the road <laughs> uh there's a specific one it's a truck i forgot what the hell it's called it has a name no one's cutting them off in that road nope <laughs> definitely not let me see if this if i can find the name of this thing i don't see it but no one's gonna make you mad on the road no <laughs> oh yes it is it, they do have all the names I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the names of these vehicles. All right. All right. So the first one here, it's called the War Wagon, which is like this modified 18-wheeler. It just looks like a big old crazy oh. truck. And then we have uh, the the War Rig, which is the thing that's attached to the truck. And then we have, let's go to the next one here. The Doof Wagon, D-O-O-F. This is my favorite one. It's a, It looks like a, like a garbage truck. And in the movie, it has like a stage on it. And oh. there's this guy... He's all it's it's he's all tied up. It looks wild, uh-huh. but he's he's tied up on this on this stage, and he's basically being forced to play music as the car drives, and there's like fire shooting out of the guitar. It's a wild scene. Oh yeah, yeah. But this is the doof wagon. That'd be cool. Doof. This is the one I would want. It's got like it looks like a mobile stage, like a bunch of speakers on it. So there you, you can, go. You can have a uh, performances. There you go. So you can do some live performances down Lake Shore Drive. But yeah, so there's the doof wagon. Actually, I couldn't go Lake Shore Drive. It's a big. <laughs> And not all of them have cool names. Like this one's called Buick Heavy Artillery with Hummer Weapon Mount. And it's basically okay. <laughs> like an old, old car oh, yeah. with a gun mounted on top oh, of yeah. it. So these, these cars look really cool. Most they're all modified really heavily and they just look awesome. Uh, like this here, Cal, this El, look at this Eldorado. Look at this thing. Mm-hmm. This thing's cool. I could, I could. <laughs> I think you're right. Whoever gets those things are going to have, you have to, you just they're going to want to show them off. Yeah, these are so unique. It's not something you just want to have in your collection. Yeah. Just, like, look at this thing. I mean, it's just like kind of like a hot rod, but it's got a turret gun on top of it. Like, it's just crazy <laughs> stuff. So I really hope that that whoever buys them does put them on tour in some way where we, people can see these things up close. Oh, yeah. That'd be so Bring awesome. Bring that in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be really cool. Uh, so, yeah. So that's that. I, I'm, I'm, like I said, we'll, we'll follow up next week on what they actually sold for. Um, really interesting. Um, 
I think that's it for all of our stories today, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, let's get into our weekly recommendations. Mmm. Oh, let, let me get my little sofa app out. Uh-oh. So I got a few things this week. All right, go ahead. I want to kick us off. What you got? I uh, watched Batman The Long Halloween Part 1 and 2. Nice. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I liked it. It was, it was funny. Good. I remember the first time we saw the first one, Brittany and I, because we saw the first one before the second one came out, obviously, because mm-hmm. they were like a week apart. And the first one just ends. Yeah. And we're just like... <laughs> Like what happened? They were like, oh wait, it's part one. But I didn't <laughs> think it was gonna just abruptly end, which it does. Yeah. So if you can watch them back to back, because it just ends. <laughs> and you did catch the uh, end credit scene, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was all. There's awesome uh, move set of movies. I really like those. Yeah. Uh, I finished watching Nine Perfect Strangers, which did end. Okay. That's that was the- a Nicole Kidman. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty good. Um, I don't think they're doing a second season, so it pretty much just ends there. Okay. Um. It's more about, uh, well, I mean, it's about psychedelics. And, yeah. Is it like a miniseries? Is it, is it, was yeah. it set up that way? It, I think it is set up as a miniseries. I mean, there's talk about trying to do a season two, but I don't, I don't think it did really well. Sure. Yeah. Cause I think the, uh, the woman that wrote the book did, um, the big lie or something like that, which okay. is a, a book that they try to do in one season, but they did extend it. Uh, I watched foundation. Okay. New show on Apple TV. Apple TV plus. About, uh, Isaac Asimov's Isaac Asimov's books on the foundation. Um, uh, <clears throat> I don't know because the books go, the story in the books go over about a thousand years. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people not real happy about this because they're condensing it very small into right, a, or at least or so 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 we know. <clears throat> so as, we know. as far as we know, right? Because I think there's even no spoilers here, but in the first episode, there's like a 35 year jump, yeah, from like one scene to the next. So we don't know. This could be uh, something that does span into the future. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, and yeah. then. I don't, not a lot of people know that George Lucas did take his idea for Star Wars yeah. from, from these books. As and well. same as uh, same as Dune as well. Yeah. Stars, that George Lucas had a lot of influence from these novels and as well as for Dune. So that's kind of where Star Wars comes from. Yeah. Okay. So if you're interested, because that's what it is. It's all like yeah. futuristic. Mm-hmm. You know, it actually looks like Dune. Yeah. Like even just the aesthetic of the show. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I, I, hey, I, I checked it out. About it, yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like that. It has that same kind of like... It looks like it's old but futuristic at the same time, and it just kind of has yeah. that Dune look to it, which I'm excited to watch next month, by the way. But yeah. Oh, yeah, that is next month. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Star Wars Visions, which I didn't know they were going to release all in one shot. Neither did I. And I didn't know they were going to be so short. Each episode's like 15 minutes. Yeah. Some of them are 20. Some are even shorter than that. Uh, mm-hmm. I did know that it was like an anthology. Every episode is its own story. Mm-hmm. doesn't connect to the previous. It's just little random stories. Um, but I do like that it's being made by real uh, animated anime studios, yeah. Japanese anime nice. studios, which is dope. Yeah, my first, my favorite was that first one, the duel. Uh huh. I, I like that 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 style, that anime. black and white. Yeah, yeah, it just looks so good. Yeah, that was yeah, awesome. Yeah, I knocked all, all nine of those out in one day. Oh, nice. Okay. <clears throat> and I mean, just all the other stuff that I've been watching on the regular. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not new. And then you sent us the Injustice Red Band trailer. Which yeah. Oh my God, it's so exciting. I did. Was there a release date for that? I think it just said it was next, coming to next month, I believe. Man, so if you're if, uh, if you're unfamiliar with Injustice, it's where it's the story. It's basically the storyline as as the video games, mm-hmm. but that is comes from a specific comic as well, and uh, it's basically where Superman just goes crazy. Yeah, the Become, Red Band ba- basically becomes a villain. Oh man, it's so it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I, can't like, I don't want to say what happens, but it's bananas. I can't. Yeah, watch the trailer. It's really good. all right. What about you, Danny? What you got? This week I didn't watch anything. I started watching Foundations. And I started liking it. I watched the first ten minutes, but for some reason, my min- my mind state was not focused. Yeah, you're and I'm just like, <clears throat> I, I, I gotta watch this when I can focus. Uh-huh. I just, yeah. I actually rewatched. I'm gonna, the yeah, first episode. I, dude, I love, like, yeah, I, I can tell I'm gonna, I'm gonna love it. But 
Uh-huh. Yeah. So I need to watch either tonight or sometime during the week. This weekend was not a good weekend to start watching it. Um, yeah, because morning shows yeah. back. So we. Um, oh yeah, season two, right? Or was it three? Season, season, season two. Okay. So we actually it's already been actually I didn't talk about it last week, but it's already been two episodes. Okay. Um. So if you watch season one, season two is good too. I mean, season two is yeah. coming up. I've good. never seen it. Is it a good show? Yeah, it is. Okay, it is. It's uh, it's definitely one of their one of Apple TV's bit, like headliner shows. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. That one, I mean, it's got a crazy. It's got a really I think good that's cast. their like their main. Right. One of their one of their flagship shows, uh-huh. the morning show. Well, that I mean Jennifer Aniston. Sure, Jennifer Aniston. And um, um, what's her name? Um, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, and so you, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Thank you. Yeah. So you got some. You got some key. big hitters in there. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's one of their flagship shows. You know, um, it's good. It's really good. Um, and that's the only thing I really watched. Um, I didn't know about the Star Wars one. So yeah, I mean, that, I, I know it was coming out this week. Yeah. yeah, man, they're so short. Like literally, yeah. every single one, fifteen minutes. Some of them are even shorter than that. So yep. they're just tiny little stories. Uh, I've only seen like five of them, so I'm 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 about halfway through. But yeah. uh, they're they're yeah. really good. And then then um uh some I, the network shows are starting to release now. So uh uh-huh. um starting to watch some of those. I know some there was some premieres last week that I got to catch up on this week. Okay, and then, you know just the random network shows on Channel yeah. Two, Channel Seven. Sure, I know like the Wonder Years reboot is out. Yeah, I saw that mm-hmm. on Hulu. Did you watch the first episode? No, I didn't see I, it. I, I, I saw the thing pop up on there that it was uh, I wanna, I wanna, that it kind of that it kicked off now. So narrated by Don Cheadle. Yeah. So he's like I saw the, the trailer. It's pretty good. Yeah. So it looks pretty cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. It's based cool. on the sixties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which the original one was based 80s. on the eighties. Yeah. Okay. No, the original no it, it was, was 60, in the eighties, but it was based still. Got off it. The 60s. Isn't that funny how there's only twenty year difference? Yeah. Like, it's like watching the one. It's like doing it now, but from the year two thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is really which is crazy. It's a bigger gap now. It's like forty years. That's nuts. When you think about yeah, sixties to the eighties was a small gap, but but when we're little, that sixties seems so far away, right? <laughs> and now it's like the two thousands is the same thing, like late nineties. Well, they're saying like when we were watching <laughs> that seventies show, that's equivalent to doing the the nineties show now. T- yeah, today, which is like what? Yeah, how dare you? You're just getting old, man. <laughs> it's like how just dare admit you? it. I know I'm getting old. I'm falling apart over here. <laughs> Busted foot. <laughs> Crazy man. Um, uh, no, that's so that's that's about it. I mean. I did want to do, I don't know, I didn't get a chance to, but I wanted to kind of look at all the new shows that are being released. Not uh-huh. not season two, season three, but like new fall. Brand new stuff. Yeah. So, um, There's just so much, well, man. Yeah. So maybe next week, we'll, well, next week we'll kind of name out some new shows. Yeah. Are, it's content overload, man. There's so much is. stuff. Yeah. yeah. We'll try to help you guys. Noteworthy uh, stuff. Yeah. Not every single one. Just stuff that's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Well, that's the reason why we do this every week too, so we can kind of give... The, the listeners like something like hey this is what we thought was good you know yeah. check it out let us know what you think yep so yeah because all that starts releasing this this week yeah. as well so we'll have a list of some new la- new shows that launched on the network so i got a mix of some new shows and tv uh, some tv shows and movies as well as uh, some video games so uh, i finished clickbait all, okay. so i finished all of clickbait which crazy is, right it was great I, th- I thought it was wild it was a wild <laughs> ride uh, every episode was like very like oh what's gonna happen next it was just, it was good i really enjoyed it uh, and the ending was was not what I expected, which mm-hmm. was good. Um, and I felt like it, it ended, you know, not necessarily satisfied because it's kind of a tragic story. But in all in, like, I, I, I got what I needed. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it, it was a really good show. I liked it a lot. It's like a story that can actually could happen. Absolutely. Like, a, like, like it, once you once you get to the punchline, obviously no spoilers here if you haven't seen it yet. But once you get to what happens at the what is it episode eight is the mm-hmm. last episode you're just like whoa that's yeah. like real real like it can <laughs> like it can happen it's scary right yeah it's crazy uh, and then I saw a new show on Netflix called Squid Game it's a Korean show mm-hmm. it is insane 
Like it is, is a crazy show. <laughs> it is just so nuts. I need you, everyone to watch it just cause it's, it's that crazy. Uh, I'll give you the premise. It's a, uh, I think it's nine episodes and it's Korean, but you can listen to, you can watch it in English dubbed. Okay. Um, however, the English voice acting is pretty terrible. I don't know who they got for this stuff. It's not good. Uh, the the actual actors are they do a way better job. But if you but if you, if you can read subtitles, mm-hmm. then just watch just listen watch it in Korean because it does sound a lot better. Like the voice actors are not doing a good job in English. But uh, I watched most of it in English because I didn't. I'm just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> want to read some titles but there was a couple episodes where i switched and i'm like man the real actors are doing such a better job <laughs> so uh so premise of the game it's this uh i don't know I, I guess it's like this group of like like really wealthy elite people and they take a bunch of people like hundreds of them that are uh in serious amounts of debt like hundreds of thousand dollars mm-hmm. of in debt or maybe over a million in debt and they can't pay it so they take all these people and they put them in this game and they have to play six games and like this you, you can get this from the trailer so this isn't a spoiler but the very first game they play is red light green light right so mm. it's like they play like <laughs> they play like kid games okay. so there's like 400 people they're out in this field and there's a robot that says you know green light and then you can move forward and then red light and you have to stop and you have to make it past a certain point within like 5 minutes and if you are detected moving after they say red light they shoot you oh, like man. completely dead <laughs> like there's not a game like you're dead and that's basically what the show is. And it's just, and the, that very first game is nuts because they don't know. The contestants don't. And again, this isn't a spoiler because you get this from the trailer. If you watch the trailer, you'll know exactly what's going on. Uh-huh. The contestants don't know that that's what the games are. So the very first time it happens, all of people start running away because they're trying to escape. <laughs> and just like Massacre. everyone just getting decimated. It's just crazy. And then it just goes on from there. And the, the survivor, and then whoever survives, they get tons of I forgot what the equivalent in, in U.S. I think it's like fifty million or something. So uh, wow. yeah, so yeah, that's the show. Squid Game. It's called Squid Games or Squid Game. Yeah, Squid Game. Squid okay. Game. Yeah, and really all, the, all the episodes are out. Yeah, they're all there. Okay, they're all there. It's nine episodes total. Uh, pretty good stuff. I liked it a lot. Uh, Foundation also as well. So I started watching that uh, first two episodes. I, I like it so far. I'm yeah. enjoying it. Uh, old show that I started watching, Scrubs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me why. Sarah Chalk. <laughs> I just started watching Scrubs. It's all on Hulu. You know, Danny still... said Sarah Chalk. No, because she's also in, um, that's because of, uh, which one? Uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she does, she does best voice. She does best voice. Absolutely. Rick, Rick and Morty. Um, I, it's great. I mean, it's a funny show. I mean, I've always seen, I've seen some of it here and there, but I never knew enough of the show to actually know anything about the characters or anything like that. Cause mm. I never actually sat and watched that show. So I started all the way from the beginning, season one, episode one, and there's nine seasons. So there's, there's a good amount to oh, catch yeah. up on, but, uh, it's a good show. It's funny. Yeah. It's a funny show. I like it. And apparently the reason I started watching it is because that, uh, I was told that it's one of the shows that's most medically accurate, even though it's a comedy mm. and they make a lot of, you know, fun of things. But, when they actually talk about medical things in the show, it's more accurate than most shows. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, like, the terms that they use when they're actually talking about medicine and stuff like that, it's not, most of it isn't BS, which in most TV uh, hospital dramas or even comedies, they're not that accurate. So, McDreamy was lying to me all that all that time? More than likely, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that's, the, that's that. As far as uh, new games that I've been playing, uh, two new ones. Well, no, not two. One, because I already talked about Deathloop. Right? Yeah. yeah, I talked about Deathloop last week. Yep. Uh, new game this past week is uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits, which is really cool because it kind of looks like like Zelda Breath of the Wild, but with better graphics. Mm. And it's been a lot of fun. It's it's a 
it's a fairly easy game you know it's not anything too crazy but it's it's just a lot of fun it's visually beautiful it's it's only for playstation 5 and pc i got it on pc okay uh pretty great uh but how is how is loophole death loop yeah yeah it's good death loop is a lot of fun it's a it's a very i told you before the premise of that right you have to try to the 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 day that you're in constantly reboots you have four different uh sections of the day that you can play in so it's morning afternoon Morning, noon, afternoon, and evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. And the point is that your character is trying to break the loop, the time loop, and you can only do that by killing all of the main people in it. But you have to do it in the same loop, otherwise it'll restart okay. again. Yeah. yeah. So it's and so every time you go through a day, you find new information that helps you in tracking down all your targets, and you keep doing it over and over again. Uh, it's also really similar to another game that I played. Uh, this is about a month ago. I forgot to mention. It's called Twelve Minutes. And this is a game that's very similar where it's ju- it's a it's an overhead game. So it's just you in an apartment with your wife and you, it's like a really small apartment. And the game is you go into your apartment and then a few minutes later, some guy comes in saying that he's a cop and he always ends up either killing you or your wife. And every time you die, you reboot. And it's funny because okay. the character's like, what the hell just happened? And, and he's reliving the same day, but the wife isn't. Only the, only the main character is you, you the player. Hmm. That's a TV show too. Is it? Yeah, I saw a movie <clears> where <throat> this guy keeps going out and a cop keeps killing him. The same cop. Really? And then he wakes up from his dream and he starts over again. Oh, that's wild. I didn't know that. I forgot what it was called. Um, Maybe yeah. it's the same premise. Yeah, but this one, the game is called 12 Minutes and uh, you have the, the, whole th- the whole thing happens in 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. And every time the loop starts, you learn something new about what's going on and you're trying to solve it basically. Okay. So that's been a lot of fun too. And that game is on Xbox Game Pass. So you can play it for free if you have Xbox Game Pass Premium hmm. or, or just Microsoft Game Pass Premium because you can play it on PC or Xbox. But that's cool. And it's called 12, 12 Minutes. Uh, and I think that's it. That's all for me. <laughs> Well, this week we got uh, Venom coming out. What day is that? Friday. This Friday? Oh, might go see that then. So, I mean, I don't know if the rumors about this post credit scene are true. I guess we'll see. I'm I'm down to go see it. Uh, on, it's, probably it'll be out on Thursday too then. Yeah. Probably Thursday night will be the first ones. Yeah, I guess there's so, supposedly a tie-in to I'm no down. To, I'm down to go check out that, that IMAX theater I told you about. Yeah. It was in Woodridge? It's in Woodridge. Yeah, apparently that's the only... 70 millimeter IMAX theater that's in the state of Illinois, which is crazy. Okay. Now that Navy Pier's gone. Yeah. Womp womp, sad face. And then Many Saints in New York or uh-huh. Newark. On the 1st? On the 1st. Which is also, that's Friday, right? Yep. yep. So Many Saints of Newark, which is the Sopranos prequel type of deal. Learn how Tony Soprano became, became Tony well, Soprano. Anthony Soprano. Became Anthony. <laughs> Tony Soprano. Right, exactly. <clears throat> uh, what else we got? I think that's it. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Well, that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, maybe if we can all go see Venom, we'll talk about that next week. I would like to. Um, if, you're, if you mean if you're taking us and treating us. Sure, I'll take you. Thanks. You got to drive because I can't drive. I got a busted foot. Okay. Milk toads and popcorn. And you got to carry my scooter. <laughs> I mean, I can't go without my scooter. Unless you want to carry me. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll take the scooter. Okay. <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, come check us out next week. Have a great Monday. Have a great rest of your week. And we will talk to you soon. Wow. I can't believe you stayed till the end. You must be really bored. Have a great day, Meatbag.